All right, got all of our funds. Perfect. Begin the process of packing it up. Well, I don't care how long it's gonna take. Just do it. Oh, hello, my best boys and girls. So today I will be talking about something that I kind of wanted to talk about for a little while, but for some reason I want to always put it up against something like you know a tournament, kind of like a little post credits ransom references tournament. Um, it always seems to get defeated, but no more. Today, I'll be talking about something that um, is kind of a little bit unexpected to talk about, just because I've played it safe, but this film is kind of, you know, it's, eh, uh, how do I say that? You know, you know, I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm just going to rip the band-aid off. Um, I will be talking about Jojo Rabbit. Now, you might be thinking, oh, what's so, what's so bad about Jojo Rabbit? It's probably a cute little kid movie. Are you just ashamed that you watch kids' movies and TV shows still? First of all, I'm not ashamed that I still watch it. Some of them, sometimes kids' movies and TV shows are really good. And second of all, it's not really about that. It's not a, it's not a cute little kids' movie. <sighs> well... <clears throat> if you dare. And if you want to hear more about it, it will be on the... Uh, and now... Okay, hang on. I should preface this. I should preference this. Preface, preface, preface this. It's not like, you know, an X-rated film. And it's not like, you know, super dirty. It's just... Heavily unexpected. It's, it's very unexpected. Um... Yeah, it's just really, really unexpected. Um, I remember looking at ads for it, thinking it seemed kind of weird. Um, I think one film critic or one review said a movie that shouldn't work, but it does. Um, so yeah, well, now that I've says, said that I've probably successfully piqued your guys' interest, I will be explaining with the plot of Jojo Rabbit next segment. <laughs> I... Uh, yeah, that's just me trying to describe how to describe the plot without um, having <clears throat> all of you guys storm out in an angry rage and then chuck your phones at the at the walls and then track me down and throw your phones at me. I don't, I don't want people to throw their phones at me unless they're giving me new phones. It's a weird birthday. That's a weird way to give it to my birthday. But anyways, um, okay. I'm just going to explain the basic plot. And keep in mind, I will have the exact same reaction as you guys, but I will kind of try to, you know, explain it more. Okay. Basically, it is about, Jojo Rabbit is about a 10-year-old boy who goes by the name of Jojo. It's the name Jojo Rabbit. He is a 10-year-old Hitler youth member. He grew up in Germany in World War II. And towards the end of the war, this actually happened. They were recruiting young children to fight in the war. I watched a documentary on it. It kind of sent shivers down my spine because I'm like, those, some of those boys that Hitler is shaking their hands and, you know, grabbing on the shoulder, they are still, they, some of them are probably still alive today. Like, how does that feel to, you know, have one of the most evil men in all of history like 
Hitler is probably used as one of the most evil men in all of history. Like, what would that be like? Anyways, um, he's a Hitler youth member, and his imaginary friend is Adolf Hitler. However, this is a comedy. So it is important to note a few things about this. First of all, it is a comedy. And second of all, it is not making fun of the Holocaust itself. It is mainly making fun of the Nazis. They are not making fun of the death and destruction of the Jews. They are making fun of the Nazis. In fact, the director and screenplay writer and the guy who plays Hitler, uh, I, ooh, I'm going to mispronounce his name and I'm so sorry, Taika Watiti, Taika Watiti, he actually plays Hitler. And he is Jewish. It, that's, that's important to note. He plays Hitler, he wrote it, and he's Jewish. And when people asked him, like, why did you play Hitler? The man bent on destroying the Jewish population. They asked, why did you play it? He said, what could be a bigger F you to Hitler? Which is true, because Hitler didn't just hate the Jews. He thought they were straight up inferior like, subhuman. That's how messed up his views were. And um, that's why there's a part in um, Saving Private Ryan. It's a small part, but there's a part where they are marching back. It's a, Saving Private Ryan, by the way, is about D-Day. That's the whole event the film is centered on. There's a part where they are marching German prisoners, like, back to the, probably to a POW camp for Germans. And... Uh, <laughs> This one, one of these characters, he's Jewish, and he has, uh, you know how a lot of Christians have the necklace, have the uh, cross necklace? Well, he has a necklace like that, but it's of the Star of David, and he was showing it to them in musical, and every so often he would go Juden, Juden, which means like he's Jewish, so basically he's saying that's like, you think a Jew's inferior? Well, a Jew is just, a Jew's, Jewish guy has just captured you, so he was saying like, Juden, Juden. I thought that was a pretty funny scene, so yeah. It is basically about a 10-year-old who is a Hitler youth, and he talks with Hitler. And Hitler is, of course, meant to be, you know, cartoonish. He's not like, you know, or like basically a dumbed-down version of Hitler, because, you know, you can't have, like, actually Hitler. That's, that, that'd be paying him respect. We do not want to respect Hitler. Um, basically, Hitler kind of just talks with him and basically tries to encourage him, like, oh, you're a little, like, give me a high. I was like, hi. I was like, no, you can do better. No, no. Yeah, so basically, um, Hitler is basically just, yeah, he's a cartoonish, dumbed-down version of Hitler. It's funny. They're clearly mocking Hitler and mocking the Nazis. All right, so uh, now that we got that out of the way, and if you're still here, thank you. So basically, he is in a little, uh, he is his first day of camp, he goes to, like, a little Hitler youth camp. <laughs> One of the, uh, Captain Klenzendorf, again, I don't know if that's a real person. It could be, could just be, like, some random, like, oh, let's see, uh, hey, he was a Nazi officer, let's use him. <laughs> Basically, they were, uh, <laughs> at one point he's like, some people say, oh, we're all gonna die, this war is over, and crazy Hitler's gonna kill us all. They're mocking, basically, their efforts. Um, so Jojo has to be forced 
So Jojo in the camp has to be forced to kill a rabbit. He refuses. I would refuse too. I love animals. Uh, my sister actually once found two abandoned ducklings in the park. We raised them. Um, I pss, 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 my way into a mama cat and six newborn kittens. Yeah. Um, so basically, uh, so that's why we have you guys nicknamed Jojo Rabbit. And then eventually Hitler encourages him to prove himself. He throws a grenade and it explodes at his feet. And that leaves him scarred. It's a very funny scene because it's like, you know, a big moment like, I will do this. I will prove my worth. He throws a grenade. I think it bounces off a tree and hits a tree and explodes at his feet. And he is very, uh, and he has a scar. And uh, he still wants to prove himself, but he has like very small jobs, like, you know, um, spreading war leaflet pamphlets, um, collecting scrap metal for the war effort. However, one day, Jojo Rabbit, I'll just say Jojo or Jojo Rabbit, I don't know. One of the two, just so you know who it is. Jojo discovers a, a Jewish girl in his, hiding in the walls of the attic basement. And he is, like, very mad and very, you know, aggressive towards her. He's like, I'm going to turn you in. But then she's like, ah, 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 you didn't say the magic word. Ah, 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 ah. So uh, she basically says, like, yeah, but your mom did this. His mom's played by Scarlett Johansson, by the way. Just I feel like that's important to notice, to note, because that's probably the biggest star in here. So... She's basically uh, like, ah, your mom, but your mom hit me. And he's like, oh, crap, this would get us all killed. So um, he wants to interact with her and uncover her uh, quote-unquote Jew secrets and make a book about, you know, how people can quote-unquote recognize Jews. And, of course, all the information she's feeding him is total baloney. It's like... Uh, oh, we have fangs. It's like, well, why are your fangs? It's like, I'm still young. My fangs haven't come in yet. Basically, a bunch of nonsense. And it is, it's kind of funny. Um, I'll go over, I'll go over some of this later, some of this stuff later. But for now, I'm just giving you the basic plot. Again, spoilers. I haven't really gotten to anything too big yet. Um, so he eventually starts to form a little bit of a friendship with her. Like, you know, they slowly start to bond. And, and he even goes so far as to for, as to write fake letters to her from her fiancé, Nathan. Like, because he begins to fall in love with her a little bit. Like, she's like, Nathan says that he hates you and he wishes you would die. <laughs> just, you know, just totally faking, like, quote, unquote, love letters to her. Um, now, this can't all be happy unfortunately. This is a World War II movie. Now, I've noticed a little bit about some stuff in World War II movies. Actually, in most World War II movies. Um, there's always some sadness in there. Um, and yeah, this is no exception. Um, again, how I mentioned that they are not, you know, uh, that they're respectful towards the Holocaust and, uh, all the the suffering of all the people. Um, this one they mainly focus mainly on the uh, on the people who resisted the Nazis in uh, in World War Two. The uh, German citizens that resisted the Nazis in World War Two. Um, 
they didn't I don't think they showed any like Holocaust. They may have showed like a five second clip of uh some Jews being herded off. I I just say herded off just because that's how they were treated, like cattle. Um, but they don't show any camps because that would just take a dramatic turn of events. Um, and I don't think you would be able to continue the comedy of it. Um, because even in the movie Life is Beautiful, which I talked about on this podcast before, this was, geez, this was season one. Michaela was my girlfriend, not even my fiance at the time. Yeah, wow. You came a long way, guys. Congratulations. Um, so, so they, uh, they, even they are respectful because when I heard it was an Italian Holocaust comedy, I was just, what? I was confused. I'm like, wait, what? But they did it really tastefully. So, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, this is where the, uh, sadness comes in. So Rosie, that's the mom, Scarlett Johansson's name, is revealed to be part of the German resistance. And um, one day while she's out, the Gestapo, the German police comes to investigate. I will tell you about that part later. Uh, Klenzendorf, the captain, actually is... I won't... mm, I wouldn't say he's sympathetic because he's still a Nazi, but he is a about as good as we can get in this moment. He's still a Nazi, so yeah, no, boo. But he's about as sympathetic as we can hope for. Because he actually helps um he actually helps the Jewish girl be like, "Oh, that's his sister. That's not a Jewish person. That's just his sister." Um and so unfortunately, it while it did help Elsa, that's the that's the girl's name, that's the Jewish girl's name. While it did help Elsa, it's unfortunately not enough to save Rosie and she is executed. They do before this before this they uh before this they actually um show some uh dead bodies. Well not really dead bodies, just the legs of dead bodies at the uh at the thingy, at the uh gallows. So we know that's like, oh, okay, not all comedy. Oh, there's something right there. They could have marketed that a little bit better, but whatever. Um, and so JoJo is obviously very mad at Elsa. He's like, it's because of you. And so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically where the dramatic part happens. Um, he, this is kind of when JoJo starts to shift his views on being a Nazi. At first he was very proud. Now he's like, eh, not really. Um, and so eventually the allies start to gain ground on them. They are, they start to arm their citizens, arm it in battle. Jojo actually hides until it ends. Um, so because he is, you know, a German citizen and probably fighting against them, the Soviet soldiers seize him and throw him next to Klenzendorf. Um, Klenzendorf actually tells him to look after Elsa and then he takes off uh he takes off basically uh Jojo's coat which identifies him as a civilian and he basically like throws him to the ground and it's like get away from me you Jew again this is what happened in the movie i do not condone i should really mention this before i do not condone nazism in the slightest 
I think what the Nazis were doing were disgusting, and that's why I think it's good that they're being mocked in this film. And so basically, he basically calls him a Jew, and the soldiers basically tell him to get out of here, make like a tree, and get out of here. And yeah, Klinsendorf is killed. Um, <clears throat> Jojo actually deceives Elsa by saying that Germany won. And then he eventually feels bad. Um, he re- feels really bad. And then he hears this voice, Jojo. He sees this ominous figure. He's like, you feel guilty. He grabs his head. But then he hears his favorite song running up that hill. And he's saved. But he feels bad. And um, he decides to write a, a letter from, quote unquote, Nathan to Elsa saying that we have a way to smuggle her to Paris. Again, this is probably just because, you know, now they can now they don't have to now that like germany is very 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 weak they can now easily probably do that but then she basically says um but then basically he said but then basically also just like nathan died of tuberculosis the pre the previous year so yeah all those letters she know she knew were fake um jojo says that he loves her and he uh and then she says that she gives him the old I love you as a brother thing. Eh, we'll talk about that that sentence. I'm reading this off the Wikipedia because it's been a little while and I want to make sure I get all the facts right. So Adolf basically, uh, we'll, we'll get to what Hitler does later. Um, so outside, Elsa sees the American and probably Soviet soldiers and realizes the truth. She slaps him in the face for lying, but probably not like but probably not like, you, you lied to me. But probably just like a, dude, why'd you do that? And then they dance now free. So that is the plot. Now, what does it mean? And can I go deeper? Answer, yes. All right, so I have explained the plot of the movie. Now, what is the purpose of the movie? <clears throat> That's what I think I should go uh, first. The purpose of the movie, the first purpose of the movie, and if I pull up my official notes here, it is <clears throat> three eggs, a gallon of milk, uh, sausage patties, uh, Scooby-Doo fruit snacks, flared this is my grocery list, sorry. <clears throat> ah, it is mocking the Nazis. That is the primary goal. It is to mock the Nazis' ignorance and, yeah, most of all, their blindness. Um, so basically, they are mocking how the Nazis have acted in this part of the war. Because there's one guy who's like, some people say that Hitler's just going to kill us all. They're like, oh, that crazy... Some people say, or no, he says like, ah, some people say the war is over and we're all dead. And then um, Hitler, imaginary friend Hitler, said like, was talking to Jojo. He's like, some people have told me that, oh, that crazy man, he's going to get us all killed. So they're mocking the Nazis blatantly by just saying like, that they're just stupid, basically. Um, (coughs) There is one part in the movie where the Gustapo, who's arguably the most evil people, real people, I'm obviously excluding Hitler from that list, the most evil real people in the, in the uh, movie. 
it's because um, they just act, there's no sympathy. They want to find Jews. They want to find evidence. They are probably the ones that killed JoJo's mom, although it's never confirmed. And basically, they, uh, they mock them. by They mock the Nazis because apparently this is how it actually was. Like, there's five guys. And they eat a lot of delicious burgers and fries and there's free peanuts and a drink machine with a bunch of drinks. Yeah, there's five guys and uh, they open up and they all do the heil as he as they go in. <laughs> and as they all go in single file, they all do heil. The kid does heil back. Then when they see another guy, Captain uh, Klimsendorf, they all do the heil again. And then Captain Klimsendorf was with another one and then they heil him, then they heil again and they're like, Oh, what are you doing? They're like, oh, he's like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just hiling the boy. And hi- I'm actually going to say heil that person because it just, it just doesn't feel right. Like, oh, we're just hiling the boy and hiling yourself. And of course, hiling the captain. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. So just look up Jojo Rabbit heil scene. And it's a, it's a pretty funny scene. So they're mocking them. Then they're also mocking, and this one's a little bit of a, that, that one's an obvious one, but they're also mocking how the Nazis don't really, they don't really have a, uh, a distinguished, I guess, um, traits to look for to find Jews. Because that's what, uh, that's what Jojo wants to do. He wants to make a picture book and uncover her Jew secrets. Again, I'm reading straight from the wiki. To make a picture book called Yuhu Jew, allowing people to easily recognize her kind. And it's inspired by an offhand rant by Klemsendorf. Now, if you think about it, that's kind of weird. Because, like, knowing your enemy, that's like, I think that's one of Sun Tzu's uh, thing in the Art of War. You gotta know your enemy. But if they don't really know what they're fighting, then how are they gonna stop them, I guess? (laughs) Like, it makes no sense. So they're mocking the Nazis for not really knowing, like, how to spot their enemy because you know if you're not because <coughs> if you don't know your enemy then how are you do you really know what you're fighting for and fighting against it just it doesn't really make a lot of sense so that is one of the reasons is to just straight up mock the nazi party uh, another reason is that we feel sympathy for the young boys this boy is 10 years old 10 years old when I was 10, I don't even think I knew what I wanted to be. I think I may have wanted to be what my first job was, what I wanted to be. I wanted to be a builder. Then I had to, then I realized they worked in the hot, hot sun. And I'm like, mm, maybe not. Then it changed to a lot of things. Writer. I think I even wanted to go into politics at one point. Uh, one of the guys on Mythbusters, but then Mythbusters got canceled. And there's a lot of math. I don't like math. Math is evil. But we also feel a little bit of sympathy for the young boys that got sucked into, sucked into the Nazi regime because they are, they're innocents. They're innocent. Yeah, some of the older boys, they might know what they're doing, but they're innocent. Like, Jojo is very proud of his heritage. He's just like, I am German. This is what Germans do. He has been brainwashed by the Nazi party. And that is what, that's what the Nazis did. I, I mentioned this at the start. They literally brought young boys in to help fight the war for them because they were running out of ideas. They were going to lose. They invaded Russia in the winter. Why did that? I don't know. 
it's it's really good. Um, I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually really interested in World War Two. So he is basically an innocent party in this. He is just like, he just knows he's German, and that's what Germans do. They fight in the war. They hate Jews. Why? Because that's what we do. Again, he is just brainwashed by blind nationalism. He doesn't know that it's wrong. It's just the way he was brought up. But when he actually discovers and meets someone that he's quote-unquote fighting, he realizes, huh, they're not all bad. In fact, there's actually, honestly, a deeper meaning to that. Like, if you were just brainwashed into thinking that, like, something into thinking that like all blank are bad any any sort of generalization statement all blanks i'm just going to use a lighthearted example because i already went way too deep on my uh twilight zone podcast episode um but if you were like all dodger fans are bad i'm a giants fan go giants san francisco giants best baseball team ever if you're like all dodger fans are bad um, and you eventually meet a Dodger fan, and you're like, huh, this isn't, this isn't what we were telling, this isn't what they were telling me about, this, this guy's actually really nice, and if you were, let's say you brought up a Giants fan, your family's a Giants fan, your parents, like, really drilled it in that Dodger fans are bad, but if you're like, huh, this really isn't that bad, these people are actually kind of nice, and it can relate to anything, race, religion, politics even, just saying, so yeah, there's a deeper meaning to that, saying that like that you feel you feel sympathy for the young boys and how they they were just brainwashed into this and how they and how if you meet the opposition to your party or yeah, your party not political. Well, I could really relate to that. If you relate to, you know, the Nick the, you know, the opposition to your party or your cause or whatever you realize they're not so bad. And then they start singing a song, and then you realize, okay, this is maybe ba- too bad. They start singing, how bad can I be? I'm just doing what comes naturally. The tearing down trees are like, okay, stop. This is horrible. <coughs> I apologize. I was sick. Um, also, another thing. This is a very small thing, but I thought it was like, huh, Interesting. So Jojo has a friend named Yorkie, not not the that not the dog Yorkie, but Yorkie. His friend's name is Yorkie. I really thought he'd be a bit bigger role in there, judging by how much he was in the trailer. But whatever. Yorkie is also part of the Hitler Youth, and uh, what he does is right when like the Allies are gaining ground and they're all fighting in the streets. Out in the street, there is violence. We're gonna rock down to Electric Avenue, Munich. So basically, right when the fighting is going on, he's just all, you know, everyone's just yelling and screaming. He's like, I don't care what... Rebel Wilson's character is like, I don't care what this is, just go and fight! Um, An explosion happens, I actually thought Yorkie died, but he didn't. Um, And then eventually, when everything is all said and done, they're all standing in the city, and then... um, Jojo meets Yorkie. Yorkie probably has taken off his jacket. He's just like, Yorkie, what are you doing? He's like, ah, the war is over. Apparently Hitler killed himself. I'm going to go see my mom now. 
that really struck me. Because Yorkie is just like JoJo's age. Ten. Maybe maybe eleven. Maybe nine. <laughs> if he was nine. Um, but he's... And what does he want to do after the war is over? Well, after soldiers lose the war, go home, maybe change their name, try to forget all about it. He is at the heart of it. Just a young boy who wants to see his mother. That's really striking because it just proves he is a young boy. He's just still a boy that just wants to see his mom. Yeah, so Jojo Rabbit, you feel sympathy for the boys, but you also get to mock the Nazis. It's a win-win. All right, so we've gone a little bit deeper, and now it's time for some nice little hint of foreshadowing. Happy little foreshadowing. So basically what foreshadowing is, is that it's basically showing something that becomes important later on in the movie. Maybe it's an obscure line a character said, or just an offhanded remark, or just something in the background that just doesn't seem right. But basically, it's foreshadowing. Now, it is no secret nowadays that the Nazis are bad people. I know, shocker. Who would have thought that killing a bunch of people is a bad thing? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, obviously we all know that the Nazis are bad. So obviously we're not like, oh, I can't wait for to see what Jojo does. Jojo's going to make some great friends and make some great choices here. No. But <clears throat> for Jojo, um, in, in the movie, in the universe, there are definitely some uh, uh, signs that maybe these people aren't the best. Uh, the first is actually what happens in the camp, like in the first, uh, first few scenes, I'd say. They want him to kill a rabbit to prove his worthiness. They basically, you know, are training. I think they're doing like some sort of karate moves. And then the sensei or uh, captain, I mean, comes in and says, you guys deserve a treat. And he presents a, a rabbit. He's like, what should we call him? Clarence. Clarence. And so he basically wants to feed Clarence to a cobra. And then he's like, I know. And then when he refuses, like, it's okay. Does anyone else disapprove of Clarence being fed to the cobra? All right, get out. Make like a tree and get out of here. Yes, I'm counting both of those times I said that. So basically what happens <coughs> with him is that they say like, so basically they want him to kill a rabbit and he refuses. Good people don't kill innocent animals for fun. They do not kill for sport. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, they don't, so that should be a, a, a foreshadowing that like, hey, maybe they ain't the best, right? They're, they're, not, they're not good people. Um, another scene is when, well, this is the very somber scene. It's when the people are being publicly, people have been publicly hung. They don't show the hanging, they just show the bodies hanging. But they show that, and we're kind of thinking like, Hmm. Or Jojo's probably thinking like, hmm. It's like, these people don't seem bad. It's like, but they're being hung. Publicly, too. So, the police are probably in on it. So, huh. Maybe they aren't the best people. Then slowly, when his uh, relationship blossoms with Elsa, then he starts to realize, like, okay, 
these people are pretty bad. Then, you know, Captain... And then, you know, the Gustapo come in, and they basically just almost... They almost kill uh, Elsa, or they almost find out Elsa if it wasn't for actually Captain Klemsendorf. Um, another thing is how they treat Jojo. Jojo has a little face injury. Um, due to his... Uh, his accident, should I say, uh, with the grenade. And in a good organization, they would say like, ah, it's okay, cover that up. Or try to cover that up, you'll be fine. It's really, it's really not that, it really isn't that bad. It's like, ah, oh, you'll be fine. You could still fight now. They, they mock him constantly. They say that his face looks terrible, um... Even in when Elsa is pretending to be a sister, she's like, "Isn't that right, Frankenstein?" He's like, and then the Gustavo is like, "Now, now, there is no need to mock his hideous deformity." <coughs> like that's a battle wound. Um, even in the U.S. side, if there was someone who was I don't know, let's just say too skinny, maybe, then they would probably give him a bunch of super serum drugs and make him a super soldier. He'd probably actually go and beat up the Nazis with, let's say, I don't know, what's in my room? A uh, frisbee. Yeah, sure. He probably beats up the Nazis with a frisbee. But yeah, just how they react towards his war, towards his wound, they're, they immediately disregard him. Like, okay, you're back. You're, you're no longer useful. You are obsolete, obsolete, obsolete. And what they do is they basically just get out of here. And they make him do stuff like spread propaganda leaflets and collect scrap metal. Basically stuff that he does not want to do that is small, small jobs. And so, yeah. Jojo should have recognized that there were signs that these people aren't the best. They are actually, you know, pretty bad. Yeah, there, there was definitely some sand, sands everywhere, sand, all the scenery breaking the man. Yeah, there were some signs that they were bad, like kill, like killing people that didn't seem bad, killing a rabbit for no reason, just to prove his worthiness, and how they reacted towards him. He should have, you know. Left. He should have been like, yeah, no, uh, you guys are making fun of me. I'm out. Peace out. And now, <clears throat> the part that really inspired me to make this in the first place. The fact that Jojo is a person with warring sides. Now, this isn't as obvious as Hawk or Billy or the Green Goblin. He just has warring sides within him. On one side, he has his mom, whom he loves and trusts, and Elsa, the Jewish girl he just met. And on the other hand, he has pretty much his job, and people have constantly been pounding into him. That side is led by Hitler, both the, uh, the buffoonish version in his... Uh, in his uh, imagination and the real life Hitler and all the Nazis let me explain so Jojo is like I'm German I'm a proud German I'm a German wolf I'm proud 
And he, uh, yeah, that's what he stands by. He's like, he's full on Nazi at this point. He's like, yeah, I'm a Nazi. Yeah. Sounds bad. He can have context, but it's like, yeah, I'm a Nazi. I'm a bad person. Yeah. I, yeah, I do all this stuff. Yeah. This is all good. But then when he slowly meets Elsa and he realizes that his mom is actually, whom he trusts, is actually kind of, you know, kind of did this to him. He's, his personality slowly starts to shift. However, that version is headed, however, the Nazi version is headed by Hitler. Like Hitler is, <laughs> Hitler does do some buffoonish things. He's like, you know, just make sure the imaginary Hitler is like, you know, he's trying to, you know, pump him up, you know, like, you can do this. You got this. People made fun of me and said I was going to kill them all. Yeah. And he said, people say I can't lead a war and I was going to lose. You did. Spoiler, you did. Um, but yeah, look at what I am doing. Yeah. It's like, all right, now give me a good hile. He's <clears throat> like, yeah, you can do better. And then eventually he starts giving him advice on how to treat Elsa. He's like, yeah, just don't make, make sure. He's like, yes, your mother will die. So that is not ideal. However, however, uh, make sure you do not get close to her. And then I remember he specifically said this, uh, these words. He's like, am I making this weird? I'm sorry. I'm making this weird. I'm dying. So they're still making him like, <coughs> obviously they're not treating Hitler with respect. Especially not when uh, Taiki Watiti is Jewish. Of course he's going to mock him. Of course he's making fun of him. That's hilarious. I love it. I love how... Someone that Hitler thought was inferior. First of all, the Jews are not dead. So there's that. And second, a Jewish person is playing Hitler. Is mocking and mocking him. That's mm, that's perfect revenge. Literally dancing on his grave. Anyways, um, so he basically says like... <coughs> so he has two sides to him. He's got the side that has been taught to him since he was a kid and the side that he's uh and the side that he actually wants to uh and the side that he's actually experiencing it's classic psychology nature versus nurture basically is that like uh well they're both nurture actually so never mind (laughs) um if you want to learn more about look up nature versus nurture but basically he has learned something his whole life. Can he now unlearn it? And yeah, you might be thinking, okay, well, he kind of got, you know, pushed to the side by the Nazi program, but he still has the Hitler, his imaginary friend as Adolf Hitler. He still has that side to him. So yeah, he has to basically decide like, what do I believe? Do I believe what I'm seeing right now in front of me? Or do I believe what I've been taught my whole life? And that is the sides that he has to compete with. Like, Jojo Rabbit is about him finding out what the truth is. What the actual truth is. And what, and he's coming to terms that maybe he was on the wrong side of history. I'm sorry, you were on the wrong side. The people that have burned books hung people, tried to kill off a whole race of people. Yeah, they're the bad guys. And he's coming to terms with that. And he also has the two sides within him. Like, 
He's like, do I trust my mom? And do I trust Elsa? And she seems really nice. But also, Hitler is literally right there. He's his imaginary... He's basically the devil on his shoulder. It's pretty accurate for Hitler being the devil. But yeah, he's literally the devil on his shoulder basically telling him like, oh, you, you, you know, you should kill her. You should... You should make sure she doesn't, you know, do anything bad. You know, just a bunch of stuff. Just basically a bunch of stuff like... He is basically the devil on his shoulder. He is conflicted. He doesn't know who to believe. Does he believe his mother and Elsa? Or does he believe Captain Klemsendorf, the Nazi party, his heritage? He is a very proud German. But now he's just like, was I wrong? He resolves this. He eventually... Remember uh, back when I told you that I was, when I was reading the synopsis, I'm like, ah, I'm going to skip that part. So basically, what happens? What the part I was gonna, what the part that was that should have been read, or not should have been read, that was read later was that. So eventually, Jojo, eventually sides with Elsa. Like, hey, I'm gonna help you out now, basically. And guess who is not happy about that? Yorkie? No. He's uh, he's he's chill. He's uh, he just wants to go home and see his mother. Captain Klenzendorf, he got executed by the firing squad. Rebel Wilson's character, nowhere to be seen. His mother, dead. However, there is another person. Although we know that the actual Hitler is dead and got shot and shot himself in his bunker, we still have the imaginary Hitler to worry about. So imaginary Hitler, he is no, he sheds his, you know, his somewhat comic role. He sheds his comic role, his comic supporting nurturing role, and we see his true colors. He is mad. Now I don't now in this scene, you know what? Hang on. Okay, I actually couldn't find what I was hoping to find, but you know what? That's okay, because the point is so Hitler, or was I? Hitler, right. So this was literally filmed hours after because I got distracted with a couple of stuff. But what happened is that, so Hitler, he now sheds his now normally very buffoonish and goofy facade. He's now serious and angry. Now most people would picture Hitler. And then he's like, Hit, and then he's like Jojo, what are you doing? You are a German. You do not do with it. You do not fraternize with her. <coughs> with her, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. And so... As he's saying this, Jojo's like, I don't have to listen to you. And he literally uses his mind, because again, Hitler's his imaginary friend, and blows him out of a window. Like, literally, throws him out a window. And that is the last time we see of Hitler. But yeah, the point is that he basically has two warring sides and two warring personalities. And he has to listen to one and reject the other. They are very much mutually exclusive like you cannot have one and have the other unless you have did but it's a whole other subject so he basically stands up to his he basically stands up and denies you know what it means to quote unquote be a real german to help out a friend and i think that that is great that it is about if you still do the right thing no matter what culture tells you to do so yeah, that is what I think is really great about Jojo Rabbit, that he literally stands up to Hitler.
So that was the part show. Wrapping up stuff I want to send to you guys. Overall, Jojo Rabbit is a pretty good World War II movie. Um, it's about a little Nazi boy who has Hitler as an imaginary friend. However, they are not respectful. However, they're not respectful to Hitler or the Nazis. In fact, they are mocking them throughout the entire film. You are mocking me, aren't you? And, um, yeah, uh, but we do feel a little bit sorry for the boys recruited since that part was an actual part that happened. They did, the Nazi soldiers did recruit boys, like literal young boys, to join their ranks. Um, <clears throat> there's also some foreshadowing that, to Jojo, the main character, that the Nazi party isn't all that good. Uh, finally, Jojo, the main character, is a warring personality character, meaning there are two sides of him. One side with his mom, whom he trusts, and Elsa, the Jewish girl he found, and basically to spare her. And the other side is the imaginary friend Hitler, the Nazi party, the propaganda that's been pounded into him since he was a kid. Um, yeah. And they basically say to kill all the Jews, and all the Jews are evil. However, Jojo chooses wisely. And he basically helps Elsa, and throws Hitler out a window using his mind because Hitler's an imaginary friend. Though that would be a very interesting documentary, Adolf Hitler's reign was brought to an end by a 10-year-old boy who threw him out a window with his mind. Where's this kid now? Who knows? But he killed Hitler. Yeah. So that is pretty much all for that episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at post underscore credits underscore podcast. See you in the next episode. And roll credits. But wait! I forgot something. I forgot to add how much references we got. So if you stuck around, see if you got all 16 references. There are 16 references sprinkled throughout. See if you can get them all. I did mention that I did one twice, but guess what? I don't care. And I could have made that a reference, but it's not. No, it's screw it. It is a reference. It's a Green Day reference. I don't care if you don't care. There, 17 references. Boom, try to catch them all, folks. Nope, I'm not making that a reference. Why not? What the heck? Gotta catch them all. 18, boom. I'm gonna stop before I get any more.